quiet sports time. Yeah, since the national championship was a blowout. <laughs> yeah, it was. I was Baylor was just more all athletic. More athletic. Oh yeah. Superior. And it jumped off the. Because I think Andrew Luck was the number one pick. The RG three was later. And like, oh yeah, the Seahawks got Russell Wilson. Um, it felt like Gonzaga couldn't even get a shot off. Nope. It's like I I don't know the last time I've seen defense that just in your face to where it's hard to even just get a shot into the air. Yeah, it's not even like they were cold. Yeah, they exactly. Weren't getting shot. They yeah. just couldn't do it and just turn it over. Yeah, it was super, especially Gonzaga. You know, hadn't lost all year. Right. And all of a sudden, but this is Gonzaga. What would you equivalent like? Equivalent is that a word? I'll allow. Thank you. I'll allow. <laughs> like Gonzaga to other sports like teams and programs, um, like Oklahoma football. No, at least Oklahoma plays like a decent amount of comp, so they'll yeah. go undefeated through the Big Twelve, which isn't a great defensive conference, but you got score fifty. Never wins any championships. Right. I would say they're like a uh, matter of fact. They like the, what the Clippers were. Like Lob City Clippers. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, I won a bunch of games. Who cares? Yeah. Or like the Rockets, or yeah. um, kind of fl- like during the regular season, people are like, "This might be the year." Yep. And then you get the playoffs. It's like back when the Colts were running through their division. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, the Texans were horrible, and the Titans were terrible, and the Jaguars were terrible. So it was like, yeah, they're gonna win that conference. Yeah, that's still a division that's so a little bit more competitive now. But not especially when they win Deshaun. Yeah, Deshaun. So I would mean I would love if Andrew Luck was still there because like uh, the Texans, Colts, and uh, Titans would be. That's true. That's three really tough teams, and the Jaguars were good that one time. Yeah, that was (laughs) such an interesting couple things that you just said that I want to see documentaries on. Mm-hmm. One, Andrew Luck, just yeah. in general. What? Yep. And then, two, that one Jaguars year, they went to the AFC Championship game Yep. with incredible defense, Blake Bortles, and rookie Leonard Fournette. Yep. Um, that defense is insane. Looking back at yes. some of those guys. Kind of unfair. Yeah. And then, um, gosh, The Florida Gators, 30 for 30. Oh, with, we need that. With Tebow and Aaron Hernandez and Cam Newton's the backup and the Pouncey Brothers. And, yes. Yeah. How is that not a thing? Yeah, that needs to be recorded. Yes. Definitely. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo needs a... He needs a 30 for 30. Yeah. Like, this yeah. man really has a lot of hype off, like, no games. Mm-hmm. Like has no real. He got paid a ton, a ton of money, all like three games, then played like half the season. He's like what Matt Flynn wanted to be. Yeah, yeah. Except Matt Flynn got his job taken promptly. Yeah, exactly. Like at least at least Garoppolo got hurt. Yeah, that's true. He didn't have a Russell Wilson. He didn't make it at training camp. Yeah. Not this is like he was demoted and traded back to the Packers. it's, It's sad when like. Obviously, like Matt Flynn, LSU national championship, I have a soft soft spot for him. Mm-hmm. But Russell Wilson comes into camp, and it's like yeah. you know, there's just there's just no shot, you know. Yeah, 
But that was when, like, people were just uh, quarterbacks had to be X height, mm-hmm. X hand size. But meanwhile, Drew Brees was at his heyday. Yeah. Like, I think he, I mean, he couldn't have been that far off of the Super Bowl when he got drafted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, Russell Wilson was just a baller. Yeah, because he was, I remember, I remember at NC State, he was, like, top three, or at least top five as far as passing yards and touchdowns in the, in the nation. Yeah. And he was just at NC State, so he didn't have, like, a really great team. So it didn't show necessarily. Then he went to Wisconsin had a good team. And aside from, I think they had, like, a Hail Mary play that got called back. They would have been a national championship yeah. if not for one game. Yeah. That was BCS time, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's a miss. That's a, that's a big whiff, NFL. Yeah. Franchises. I mean, Dak Prescott, I think, was, like, a third or fourth rounder. Yeah. Maybe fifth. That was late. Yeah. Shout-outs to Dak, but he got his money. Yeah. Proud of him. He may never throw a, Dutch, a touchdown pass again. Yeah, but he got paid. Exactly. It's great. Get getting getting your money. Yeah. Especially like <clears throat> when you're a rookie, people are just you know taking advantage of you, yes. trying to maximize that, and they don't want to pay you, right? Unless you're like Patrick Mahomes or something, right? So I was thinking we were talking about this at work today. It was like, oh yeah, Patrick Mahomes, like he's one of the greatest arm talents. And I remember people saying that about Aaron Rodgers. Like, oh man, Aaron Rodgers got the Super Bowl. He's like one of the best arms, a super action. I'm like, has not been back to the Super Bowl since. Yeah. And for everybody, like the talk was like, oh well, who's gonna be the next Tom Brady? Forget that. There will never be another. I don't think we're going to have another quarterback. I don't think anyone's going to approach. What has he got, seven? So, seven championships? I'm like, that, that's foolish. It's ridiculous. If he makes it look, like like you're saying, it, it it's way harder than Tom Brady makes it look. Yeah. Like, because Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks. Yes. And he only got there once. Only got there. Maximized his time there, got there once. Like the multiple Super Bowl winners, I mean, yeah, Ben Roethlisberger has two. Eli Manning has two. Legends, ridiculous. <laughs> Phil or not Phil, Peyton Manning has. I think he got two. Two. One with the Colts, one with the, Colts, one with the Broncos, and like Peyton Manning played with Tom Brady, played same era. Yeah, Drew Brees has one. Drew Brees has one. Been to one. Yeah. Peyton has two. Been to four. But, like, then you have, I mean, there's great quarterbacks who never got to any, like Dan Marino. Didn't, I think John Elway won one. John Elway won two at the oh, end. He won two. He won two at the end, but he was, like, 0-3. Yeah. Right? He had, like, lost a couple before in the, I think in the 80s. Yeah. So, he, because he, yeah, yeah, because he won his at the end of the 90s. I get Joe Montana probably won a lot, like, four or five. I think he's got three. Three. Three or four. Steve Young got a couple. Maybe. Steve Young got a couple. Brett Favre has one. Yeah. Has one been to one or been to two. And they were early in his career. Yeah. So it's like for as much as people talk about with like Patrick Mahomes, it's like, well, he may never go back. Like mm-hmm. the Super Bowl is not promised. For sure. Yeah. It'd be pretty crazy. Like the Chiefs are so stacked that it would be kind of surprising if he didn't get there. But I mean, yeah. we were saying that about Aaron Rodgers ten years ago or whatever. Yeah. He's also going to have to play, like, 18 more seasons. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. 
I mean... Um, we should welcome people to the Jam Podcast. Oh, welcome. Welcome, people. Eight minutes, 30 seconds in. That's, that's not, not a bad cold Yeah, open. that's not bad. Um, we're your hosts, Justin and Matt. Yes, the Jim. The Jim. Or the MJ. MJ? The Mooms. What is the best athlete with the, uh, JM instead of MJ? That's so hard. John McEnroe. <laughs> that's John Madden? John Madden, pretty good. Uh, Jones. Jeff Mitchell. Uh, Jeremy Macklin. Hey, <laughs> I pulled that out. <laughs> nice. Hey, Missouri. Shout out to Missouri. We gotta bring Missouri up every program. I, I love my girlfriend so much. Yeah. Number one Missouri fan. Number one Missouri fan. You know the tiger is known as Truman. Oh, Truman Tiger it might be our first Johnson. <laughs> it should be. It won't be. Truman. <laughs> after Harry Truman. I'm gonna pick on that kid. <laughs> yes, Truman. Um, kind of a foul, but whatever. I miss basketball. Game. I like going to basketball games. You know, it's pretty cool. I love that Richardson has on the Shagnosis Reeboks. One of my favorite shoes. Yeah. Yeah, they've been bringing... Reebok is not a great brand of shoe, but they've been re-releasing my favorite shoes. The Iverson Questions, the Shagnosis, and the Kamikazes, the the Sean Kims. Do you think he's wearing those purely just from an aesthetic point? Uh, between that and just like they were, they were iconic shoes. Like Shaq's first, like real big signature shoe. That's awesome. So I'm considering. I, I've seen some uh, questions on sale for 140, which I was like, I don't need this, <laughs> but I want it. Yes. Um, I so I recently got a pair of shoes. That's the first pair of shoes I've gotten that I've wanted to keep really clean, mm. and I have had a hard time doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've had shoes that you've been like, I need to make sure I stay clean. I have a large portion of shoes that look like I just took them out of the box. Okay, so how? Te- um, teach me. So, number one, you got to check the weather. Okay. <laughs> the weather is going to be addictive. If it's raining, yes. don't wear them. Okay. Uh, if you know you're going to be dealing with grass and dirt, don't wear them. What if sometimes you don't know? You got to know. Okay. You gotta know. That's that's the important. And then the other so if thing, it's unknown, just don't wear them. If it's unknown, don't wear them. It's like I don't know. Mm, keep it simple. Uh, it also helps to have more shoes in your rotation. Okay. I think it is. It's, if this is just less opportunity. If this pair of shoes is the only pair that you have, or one of like three pair, you probably gonna end up wearing it a lot more anyway. It also helps to get exotic colorways to match them with different things. So, like, I have a pair of black, orange, and yellow Jordan 1s that I wear every two or three weeks because I just don't always have that colorway to wear all the time, so it's going to look nicer. Um, yeah. And then I have and then I have go-to shoes that I'm like, yeah, I don't care about these. Like, I got some black New Balances that I wear cut the grass in, change oil, put down floors, work, whatever. They're, they look they look fine, 
if you just take a glance at him and you get close, it's like, oh yeah, he still deserves it. Yeah. They've been through the ringer. But if you're looking to looking to keep your shoes clean, they at a lot of shoe stores they have sprays that will help waterproof them, which is decent. But again, I don't wear my nice shoes in the rain. Um, and then if you, I think the best thing is if you are going to be indoors, that is your friend. Yeah. Where you do shoes indoors, it's a much more controlled environment. Mm-hmm. Try to limit your time outside. Right now is not a good time to wear new shoes because pollen and dust is blowing everywhere. So, um, also consider your materials. So if it's more of a leather shoe, it's going to be easier to keep clean than a canvas shoe. Um, like my white bangs. I mean, I've had those for a few years. And they certainly could be worse, but I remember, like, I got them in the first wear. I was like, goodness gracious, these are filthy. Because they were all white. They were canvas. I was out in kind of some dusty area, and I was like, ah. Can you, like, wash bands? There's some shoes you can wash. Yes. Um, actually, I'm subscribed. Shameless plug, but I like <laughs> watching This is, uh... YouTube can, channel called Rejuvenator, where they make these different um, they make these cleaning products. So they have like three different brushes for like different parts of the shoe. Um, they have a laundry bag and laundry pods that you can wash them. And I watch this dude; he'll he'll take a shoe, give it a cleaning, and it'll look brand new. And then he'll go into it and start like he'll repaint, custom, and do a whole bunch of stuff. So. I watch them because of the art process, but I've watched, they have like another part of the channel where they just show you how to clean shoes. Yeah. And they'll get shoes that's been like in a dumpster for like three years and just clean them up and like, yeah, this looks much better. It looks like new. That's crazy. So that's out there. Their product is kind of expensive. Okay. Um, I used to use uh, dish soap and a toothbrush. Yeah. Um, and then you can also just wash them. It's just you gotta wash them cold water. Put them usually put them in a bag or something like that. Like a, some people just put them in a pillowcase and tie it shut, just to keep it a little bit more controlled. Yeah. But um, you can wash them. Just don't dry them. Uh, it'll throw off everything. <laughs> nice. But also wash with cold water. Yeah. Because again, hot water will throw everything off. Yeah. That's good to know. I feel like I've never really had a pair of shoes that I like really cared about. What kind of shoes are they? My f- dad's shoes. Oh, okay. So they're pure white. Wait, these Velcros? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those should be pretty easy to take care of because yeah. they're probably leather. Uh, I, I don't know. They're pretty cheap. So okay. I'm not sure. They're like Walmart. Mmm. <laughs> Velcro. Ah, so Walmart Velcro. They're pretty great. I enjoy them, but I did wear them. I think in the rain, so some puddles got there. So like, there's a little bit of just like stain mm. on the bottom. Okay. So that's why I was trying to think through. Toothpaste but also works as a cleaner. Toothpaste. Wow. Yeah, I don't know why, but with a different material, it might be a little bit risky. I don't know how strong toothpaste is. Yeah. Those are good thoughts. I definitely. I think shoes are one of those things that's like one of it's one of those like hobbies that intrigues me. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that I think I would really I'd enjoy getting into. One of them is shoes. One of them is like making my own whiskey or like Ooh. liquor. Yeah, I think that'd be really fun if I could get uh, like a still, like build my own still. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but 
shoes are a different so there are there are I think there are different type of shoe people. Some people will they don't care. They will pay four hundred dollars for this rare shoe and they'll get in the resale marketer and maybe they'll wear it or something like that. I as much as I love shoes, I will never pay more than like a hundred and fifty dollars for a pair of shoes. I yeah. If any shoe that I have is like, oh man, man, where'd you get those? I found it on this website, or I was at an outlet store, and like, oh man, so I bet that cost you a lot. No, it usually cost me like sixty dollars. And it something helpful for guys like me and you, uh, since we have big feet. A lot of our a lot of the shoe sizes don't get sold, so then they get discounted wild. So I've gotten a pair of like two hundred dollar Jordans for seventy dollars. Yeah, that's true. So, that's very nice. I, I most of my shoes are on discount. Um, yeah, yeah. Any outlet stores, and then even like your regular finish line Foot Locker, they usually have a big rack on the back. Yeah, where it's like, yep, take an additional thirty percent off the sticker price. I'm like, the sticker price is fifty. Yeah, take thirty percent off. That. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Nice. Yep. I like the Nike store. At yes. Mills. I love the Nike store now. I think I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get these reboxed though. The Shaq Vince the Q. The the questions. So the original Iverson shoes. And they, because I'll say if they're still, I get paid again on Friday. If they're still available in my size, I'm just gonna buy it. It's Reebok. Reebok. Yeah. Reebok questions. It's funny googling that because it's like. Reebok questions, <laughs> but Google knows, you know. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, I love them. Um, so yeah, that, so Reebok is basically putting in front of me the questions, the Sean or the Iverson originals, the questions, the Kamikazes, which are the Sean Kemp's, which I had a pair when I was a kid. Uh, so I, I like Sean Kemp. Yeah, his are. Uh, Real wild looking, and then the Shagnosis, which I'm like, man, I love those shoes. I feel like I need to look at Kamikaze now. Yeah. Man, what happened? Reebok, that kind of, that's kind of cool. So these, these shoes just weren't good performing? No, like Reeboks are like the worst to play. It's like you wow. basically gonna get one game off of them. <laughs> and then it's gonna feel like you're walking on concrete the rest of your life. Ooh, those Kamikaze are nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I think that that is what it intrigued me. Like old old sneakers. Like yep. these are the Sean Kemp's. Like yep. that that's cool. Yep. Or like getting some Clay Thompson's. Like whatever those that Chinese brand. Or, oh yeah, I don't even know what it is. But <laughs> yeah, like getting that kind of, like off. Because I feel like people like legitimately hoop in like Kyrie's and yeah, like yeah, Kyrie makes a good hooping shoe. Kevin Paul Durant George. makes a good hooping shoe. LeBron typically makes good hoop and shoes. Yeah, but um, I don't like I. I guess I don't really think of those like to wear them. Right. Now I, I don't. I mean I I have a pair of Kevin Durant's that are very unique. Okay. Even though I hate Kevin Durant, for the record. Oh yeah. But the uh, it's the ones that have the toes are plaid and then the back is polka dot, and then the inside is like cool. striped. 
So it's it's a wild. I was like, I have to buy this. They were thirty dollars. I had to buy it. Oh yeah. It's like, oh, no one has these. At that point, I've only seen them one other time. Wow. Like somebody was wearing. I was like, ooh, okay, you got them. So is there like this community of people who like notice that out in public and like will like talk to people? Like I am. I am. Katie's like. If, or, oh man, this is a Sean Kemp Kamikaze. If you saw someone wearing that, I was like, oh man, you got the Sean Kemp's. Like, when'd you get those? How long you had those? Like, so now yeah, that I know okay. they're out again, I know people they're like popular again. Okay. But I remember, so it was a, a few years ago, a lot of people had, or this one dude I was working with, he had some Patrick Ewing shoes, which I didn't even know Patrick Ewing had shoes. Wow. And he had Ewing on the back. I was like, whoa, are those Patrick Ewing's? He's like, yeah, man. They, they just started re-releasing them. I was like, I didn't know they ever were released in the first place. That's amazing. So, like, I, I am one of those people, like, if I see something. I saw a dude the other day with some Jordans on, and I had never seen that colorway before. I was like, bro, what is this? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, man, this is just kind of an online thing. And, you know, I looked it up, and, then, of course, we're all in smaller sizes, so I couldn't get them. Um, yeah. Uh, but, but all that being said is I, I am one of those people where, Honestly, shoes are like one of the first like three things I notice about a person. And in some cases, it tells me whether I want to keep talking to them. Interesting. Um, so you like you see someone who just has normal shoes. Yep. I'm like normal dude. Okay. I just stay just wearing shoes. Okay. Now I will. There is a trend that's going on with uh, I'll call them the TikTok generation, where they have gone back and discovered the shoe that I used to wear in high school, the Nike Air Force One. The problem that I have is, when I was in high school, we were getting all white Nike Air Force Ones and all black Nike Air Force Ones. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we would keep those all white shoes clean for like six months. Like, you, could, you if I bought them in July and you saw me wearing them in December, it would be very little difference. Other than some kind of normal wear and tear. But for the most part, that shoe was icy white. Yeah. Now these kids, they're just buying Air Force Ones. They're all creased up on the toe box, and they're all dirty. They look like they, they've been cutting the grass in them all day. How, how, oh, you've had these shoes for a while. No, I just got them a couple weeks ago. <gasps> yeah. Why would you disrespect the Air Force One like that? It's never <laughs> done anything to you. It's like, I got a pair of Air Force Ones at my grandma's house that are basically cut the grass green and yellow. They're also 12 years old. And they didn't get to that point until, like, three years after I bought them. When they was like, okay, cool. I'm going to buy some more of these anyway. So I, I, so I do judge people based on the level of cleanliness of okay. said shoe. Depending on what the shoe is. Yeah. If I see you with the, the, <laughs> the Air Monarchs, which are basically the cheapest shoe at the Nike outlet. That's, like, the dad shoe. The dad shoe, yeah. If I it's see like you with the some... the Air Monarch and the New Balance. Yes, if I see you with those and they're dirty, whatever. Cool. <laughs> if I see you with those and they're clean, I'm also questioning a little bit. How you do that? What are you doing with those? Yeah. But if I see you got like a fresh pair of Jordans on or like some LeBrons or Kobe's or Kaden and they're all just just beat up, I'm like, oh no. Why why would you disrespect that shoe like that? And I don't really want to talk to that person. I'm like, <laughs> you you just bought that to tear it up? Because I know they're not cheap. I know how much they cost. You just had no respect for that. So that that is a big deal for me. I am one of those people who I'll see you, look you in the face, gauge that, and then immediately look at your shoes. Yeah. 
just or you know, if I see you coming. Hmm. Okay, then look up. Okay. Get back to the suit. <laughs> right. And I speak. Man, I like those. Man, I like. So that's good. And it's a compliment that I love to receive. Yeah. Someone's like, man, I like your shoes. So I looked up unexpected NBA players who have signature shoes. Oh boy. N- number one, Matthew Deli Mendova. Matthew Deli meets. Who's this? He's got Deli Ones. He is Peak is the Australian brand. Wow. So that's pretty cool. Maybe need to get a pair of Deli Ones. Um, see if I can get a picture of them. sneaker deal with Nike, but from 2011 to 2015, he had a deal with a Chinese brand, 361. Oh, okay. Wow. Evan Turner. Evan Turner. She has Lee Nings. That's the, I think it's the same brand that Clay Thompson has. Wow. Turner signed with one of the biggest Chinese brands in 2010. Apparently, Baron Davis had a pair of Lee Nings as well. Wow. Uh, now, Baron Davis used to have some B Diddies. That I want to say was either and one or maybe Dada or something like that. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> George Hill has also got his own. What peak? Uh, together with Hill's one one of the signature athletes of Peak USA, together with White Howard, Tony Parker, and Lou Williams. His shoes are named the Monster. What? Rajon Rondo has, has an Anta. R5s. Wow. Man. Michael Carter Williams. Bleeding. <laughs> this is like... Ah. Uh, because these names are like super... Well, Kevin Love is a, probably the biggest name that you've given out. Yeah. But, man, like, I just wonder if it's like an agent. All right, man. Because everybody wants a signature shoe. Well, I couldn't get you a Nike signature shoe. Yeah. But this random brand in China... Which exactly. again, if you market if you market in China, though, I mean, it's, it's over a billion people out there. Yeah. So, hey, for sure, ten percent of that population buys a shoe. That's like ten million pairs. Yeah, that's wild. It's one of the things. It's like, it's interesting because like any team that Jeremy Lin played for, yeah, like his jersey would sell like crazy immediately. Yeah, and it's like. So that's worth something. It's like having the Antetokounmpo brothers. Yeah. Like the Lakers signed one of those yep. guys. Um, it's like, all right. You know? Um, I did forget Kawhi has, has his own the shoe. New balance. New balance. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. so funny. It's not yeah. surprising that he has a shoe. It's just the fact yeah. that it's a new balance. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Spencer Didley Oof. has a shoe called the Kairos. It's got a cityscape. I like the creativity. I like if I could have some random brand be my uh, get a signature shoe with them. It's like as long as I had like complete creative creation over it, I wouldn't care. Like I don't necessarily need the Nike check. I'm like, man, this is the shoe that I wanted to make. 
or I don't have I don't have this big Nike check or Adidas three stripes. Yeah, or Under Armour on there. Yeah. Gordon Hayward has his own shoe. What? Wow. Is it the I get hurts? <laughs> yeah, I know. Can't stay GH1. Uh, yeah, Delhi with the. It's actually not that bad looking. They're not terrible. They're just super simple. Yeah. Man, how much? Think about this. So, Big Baller Brand had that big yeah. debut for Lonzo. Mm-hmm. But what if they could have waited for Lamelo? Yeah. Did they? Did they go too soon? Or what if they would have promoted anything with Lamelo? That would have yeah. helped. And maybe they did, and I'm just not in that financial bracket to where it would <laughs> run across my timeline. Well, yeah, but I mean, at some point, Lamelo is. I mean, if he continues on his path, I I hope, I really really hope Lamelo continues on his path. Will he go with like Big Baller Brand or like would he jump to like a Nike or a? I don't know. Depends on what the price is, I guess. Yeah, I feel like. Because Navar, well, because he's in Charlotte, I feel like Jordan Brand might even be. That's true. A big push, that's like true. I'm sure Michael Jordan's like, bro. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What you doing? I think about that. It's gotta be. Now, what you doing? I feel like the Hornets haven't had any other people with a signature shoe probably like since the '90s. I don't think Kemba has anything. I don't think he did either. And maybe Larry Johnson had a shoe. Yeah. He seems. Al like Jefferson. <laughs> the Emeka Okafors. Oh man, Adam Morrison. Oh boy, that's great. What? Yeah, that's a funny. Like, what athlete do you wish had a shoe? Uh, it's tough because I wish like I wish like Chad Johnson actually had a shoe. Hmm. Now it's these it's cleats, so it's only I can only wear those in one spot. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like a Chad Johnson shoe has just been. Insane. Did you see the interview with Brandon Marshall and Chad Johnson? Not recently. I saw they were getting into it over something. Brandon Marshall got so mad and heated. He started screaming about NBA contracts mm-hmm. and how it's all guaranteed, mm-hmm. which is not like, true. Right. And he was like, yes, it is. Look it up. And he was going on and on and on about NBA contracts. And Chad Johnson just like serious, like like very concerned face, like looking at him like, bro, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so funny seeing Chad Johnson be like the one that's It's like, crazy when Chad Johnson becomes the voice of reason. Yes, exactly. Like, what is this conversation yeah. where Chad is the elder statesman <laughs> keeping everybody together? Yes. Very, very, <laughs> very strange. So that would be good. That's a good podcast. I am athlete is it's been one of the greatest. I have to it. Man, it I I I'll, I'll sit down and watch the YouTube. The, so they had one with Cam Newton on there, and that was Ooh. a great conversation. It was Cam Newton, Fred Taylor, Chad, Ooh. and Brandon Marshall. Wow. And it was just they were. I mean, they were talking life. They were talking football. They were talking business that. and everything. And it was like one of the funniest things they were talking about was uh with diet because Chad Johnson was like, "Look, man, you don't need to get a dietitian. You can eat McDonald's." Every day. He was like, nah, genetics, man. He was like, genetics? You black, right? I'm black. I eat McDonald's every day. Look at me. And Cam's <laughs> like, it don't work like that. 
Like, what you mean it don't work? They trying to they trying to psych y'all out with this almond milk and all this vegan and stuff like that. Nah, man, you black, I'm black. We eat the same thing. We got the same genetics. <laughs> and that was just a brief. So That's like that was just a brief awesome. clip. Like man, it's it's just like worth worth sitting down and yeah. listening to. And like what was cool with Cam was I didn't realize how many different ventures he was in. So like for all like the crazy things that he wears, most of those are his brand. So like the hats and everything's like yeah he has his own signature line of hats that are cool. that aren't like they didn't seem to be wildly expensive they seem to be I mean definitely more expensive than most normal people would pay for a hat but not as expensive as I thought they might be yeah so I don't like if you can cool. so I, I I and I and I truly I think I've come to appreciate hearing athletes talk to athletes yeah. Because they have a level of understanding and a level of grace for them that the rest of the media doesn't have. Because uh-huh. it seems like the media just wants to wants to execute you and you know get you out of, like basically paint a picture of you that you're not without understanding what you're going through as a professional athlete. So yeah, I appreciate that. I pretty appreciate like the Players Tribune, mm-hmm. uh, the Knuckleheads podcast with uh, Darius Miles and Quinn Richardson. Uh, that's a that's a fun one, man. They interview NBA dudes. Like the first question, who's the first person to bust your ass in the NBA? It's the first question before oh, they yeah. say who the guest is. It's like they come on, all right, man. Who was the first person that gave you the business in the NBA? And so like, and they got a bunch of great names. They're, they have like a good one with Kobe on there before he died, and uh, just quite quite a few people. So yeah, I love to hear. Gilbert Arenas had a really good interview on there. Yeah, just talking about. So, I've done that anymore. Yeah. That's cool. I, I'll have to check out I Am Athlete. Yeah. I like, like, um, JJ Reddick has that, like, Old Man in the Tree, I think. Yes, I've heard that. I haven't watched that. He, uh, he, well, like, he, since he's actively playing, he, like, gets his teammates on all the time. Sure. So, uh, he had, like, Zion on. I'm talking to Zion. Yeah. And Zion is, like, not the most, I listened to, like, part of it, but I was just kind of, like, not very entertaining, right? Because I feel like Zion's personality—he's had a camera in his or in his face since he was fifteen. <laughs> yeah, so which he, I think he's learned realistically not, speaking, it's been like four years. <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> so young. True. Um, but then like road tripping with uh, Richard Jefferson and mm-hmm. Channing Fry. Yeah, I don't know if they're still doing it, but I really enjoyed some like LeBron interviews after like the bubble because. Those two guys are just like goofy yeah. <laughs> together, and then yeah. LeBron is like not very goofy, just personality-wise. So yeah. it's like they're trying to like poke at him, and like, come on, man, yeah, don't just be business, man. Yeah. Speaking of LeBron, mm. you see the trailer for Space Jam too? Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm man. excited. I feel like it's been it's been way too long coming. Yes, they've been hinting it. I thought Space Jam 2 was a rumor like LeBron was going to be in the dunk contest rumor. <laughs> nice. Like, yeah, so this is happening, right? <laughs> we can yeah. move on. We don't have to keep asking about this. Yeah. And they dropped the trailer. I'm like, okay. Yeah, okay. Yes. I saw um, some YouTube breakdown of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Well, like, part of the video was a part of a breakdown. Yeah. Um, and, like, some of the characters that, like, are from... Whoever is making Space Jam, is it Disney or, like... Warner Brothers, I think. They like are putting in 
basically everything that they have like rights to. Yeah. So apparently some like Clockwork Orange, which I've never seen. Mm-hmm. It's like a Kubrick, Stanley Kubrick kind of dystopian horror yeah. film. But there are characters from that movie in the seventies. Like you can see them in the background. Uh, okay. In like the trailer, I, I noticed a few different properties that they had. I was like, oh man, they're getting ambitious with this. Like, um, Ready Player One and Wreck It Ralph yeah. both had like a whole lot of properties in them. Uh, which I think Ready Player One was like a Warner Brothers thing, so it was easier to do. But Wreck It Ralph was like a Disney property, and it was all video games. Which Disney does not do that, yeah. so they had to get a whole bunch of. You get a whole bunch of rights to these different characters, so yeah, I'm excited about it. I, I'm uh, here. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I am. I'm going to see it in theaters. Yes, we need to make it like a live live from the theater jam podcast. Yes. Um, the video I watched was making fun of LeBron's hairline and how good it looks in the trailer. Jeez, <laughs> like LeBron, man, it's just all the greats went ball, man. True. All the greats just they just let it go. Okay. Did Michael ever have like I don't remember him with hair. I guess so. Did, at right? UNC he did, and then like maybe his first year or so in the league, like rookie Mike had hair. But yeah, I think after like year two, I think he started balling a little bit more, and he just said, "It's over." Yeah. Which was also that time, like the late '80s, early '90s, like most of the players were. Barkley didn't have hair. Clyde Drexler was a bald dude, and Kareem was bald. Like Magic was, Magic was like kind of like the Magic and Dr. J kept their hair. I think Dominique Wilkins kept his for the most part, but yes, yeah, bald was just kind of the thing to do, or super low cut. Like nobody was really rocking a lot of hair. So I read. Um, that's interesting because I was born in 1993. And my mom recently gave me a notebook that she had been keeping like notes about me when I was a baby that I had never read. So I started reading just different stories that she would write down of like what my temperament was and stuff. Yeah. And apparently, um, when I was like two or three, I like loved um, big trucks and like just balls, any kind of like mm-hmm. kickball, whatever. So we were at McDonald's as a family, and there there's this big black guy outside of the window, and he had a bald head. And apparently, I said "ball, ball," and I got really excited. And started pointing at him, oh, no. and my mom wrote down that my older sisters were super embarrassed. And the guy saw me pointing and like getting really excited at him, and he like smiled and like waved and was super cool about it, but never came inside. Yeah. So <laughs> um, that's just like a little story of. As a kid, I like to think he was that. a recurring character in your life. Yeah, I, hope just, so. I like to think he was just per- was on the periphery. Yeah, it's like you hopefully you beat his son in wrestling one time or something like yeah. that. And he's like, yeah. oh man, that kid looks familiar. Exactly. Maybe he's still in my life somewhere. Yeah, watching him. That would be great. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> be awesome. Honestly, so if all if only we could have that. Speaking of being obsessed with balls. Yeah, please. That's a great segue. So I was at Walmart the other day, and if you've been to a Walmart or a Target or like grew up at the Toys R Us, RIP, Kmart even, double RIP. Oh, Kmart. Uh, if you remember the toy section, there would always be this big stack, like this big thing of just like inflatable balls. For sure. 
Do you know anyone, or did you ever buy one? Did you ever get one? Did anyone buy those? I bought one, one time. One time. And it popped immediately oh when we got gosh. home. Oh, man. Okay. I kicked it in the air as soon as we got my out, out of the car. Yeah. It came down and hit like a rock or something and popped immediately. Okay. All right. Because I, I was just like, you know, I was just, I, the grown-up in me now was like, just what's the cost benefit of this? I feel like this makes no money in this store. I have never seen a mom like, hmm, I'm going to buy this for my child. Because they're always big. They're huge. They're like way too big, but they're also like overinflated. So they like float. So they're not like good like dodgeballs or kickballs no or anything yeah. like that. They're just like a ball yep. that you can just kind of dribble around and gently toss back and forth. So I was just wondering, and any listeners, if you use or yeah. ever had that, please let me know. Let me know what you did with it. Because yeah. like my mom, I, it, it was to a point I never even asked for it. Because I, I was just fun to play with in the store and you move on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and they're always these like giant displays. And they're like yes. you can't miss them. They're like yeah. the most important, prominent display in the store. And yeah, you can't sit on them. Nope. And you can't do kickball. Nope. Can't. I mean, you could throw them at people, but like it's not like a dodgeball effectiveness. Yeah. Kind of floats like a beach ball almost. Yeah. And at that point, just get a yoga ball or whatever those things are. Yeah. Called. Oh man. And then you can sit on it. Those and things you can, are lovely. Like, Run at people. Those bounce off. Amazing. I am when I when I reach my my, my fitness goals, my weight loss goals, I'm gonna get in my office. And that's just what I'm gonna sit on. Get my posture right. Yeah. Working with abs. Yeah. Yeah, I love when people bury them in the sand and like they bounce off. Them oh yes. Flips and stuff. It's pretty cool. You know, I never knew that was uh what they were using. Pretty sure. I thought it was just like a little trampoline or something, but it's, it makes sense for it to be one of those balls because those things are incredibly bouncy. Yeah. And it can take a lot of like weight and yeah. pressure and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Um, is there, are you a master's guy? Did you, uh, any, any golf? So, <laughs> I will say that um, last Monday, yeah. I got an email from our uh, one of the vice presidents in our company and he's like hey does anyone want to be in a master's pool with me which I didn't know what that meant <laughs> uh, was not aware that the masters were happening and I was like oh this is a golf pool yeah. and I looked at the different pools and I said huh I know some names in here Yeah. and then I went on with my day okay so you so didn't select them you I did not I just I know some of these names yeah and I moved on <laughs> there you go so um yeah, I would say that uh, I did see that. Um, I don't know. I don't know his name, but I saw the winner. Yeah. And it was the first Asian, or not? Maybe not first Asian, because Tiger Woods is part. But uh, wherever country he's from, he was like the first to, uh, yeah, to win a major tournament in their country's history. I was like, oh man, history! You know, immediately I, I don't want to be that guy, but immediately conspiracy theory. Oh yeah. So stop Asian hate. So everybody phoning in on the national savior win. Yeah. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but it was. I just <laughs> the timing. It's like, oh, the Patriots won the Super Bowl right after nine eleven. Interesting. Ooh. 
the Saints won the Super Bowl right after they were allowed to come back in the Superdome. Wow. Interesting. Dang. Like there's there's something some things happening. Yeah. Like interesting. Open your eyes. Interesting. She, Stay she, woke. Yeah. Use your third eye. It's yeah. right in the back of the head. That's great. I love conspiracy theories. Yeah. I need to take a deep dive into the Denver airport, but I've heard that one's pretty wild. Apparently, oh yeah, it's like um, they fly you to Area Fifty One, I believe. Oh yeah. There's some. There's an airport in plain sight where it's like. It's kind of like these randomly marked planes, but they look normal, and you have to go through like a specific uh, entryway, but it flies you to Area 51. It might be in Vegas, actually. I mean, like the Vegas airport, like which is a pretty big hub, will fly you to Area, well, not you, but fly the employees to Area 51 on a daily basis. Is this a Ferrari commercial? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who? What's the target market here? <laughs> Um, but what's the Denver airport? Uh, Trying to find some like. Okay, so the people think it was built by the New World Order. Okay. Perfect. Good start. With ties to Nazism. Love it. Love it. Perfect. So they say that the airport's runways are built to resemble a swastika from above. Hmm. However, looking at photographs, the runways don't seem to resemble that shape. Unless you're really looking for it. Yeah, if you're really <laughs> looking for it, anything can be a swastika. <laughs> True. The giant blue horse sculpture is a nod to the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Okay. Blue Mustang, also known as Lucifer, <laughs> the 32-foot fiberglass sculpture. Um... There you go. Sinister events surrounding the sculpture have fueled conspiracy theories for years. Hmm. For one, people point to the statue's glowing red eyes. Uh, it doesn't help that Jimenez, the sculptor, actually died two years before the piece was completed. Hmm. When, a piece, when a piece of the statue fell on him and severed an artery in his leg. Jeez. Okay. Uh, it contains the Illuminati headquarters. The Denver Airport. Denver Where we go? Uh, many unmarked buildings and underground areas on the airport's property. This theory may have stemmed from a time capsule buried on the property, which bears the symbols from the Freemasons, hmm. which are linked to the uh, One of the big reasons is the airport was way more expensive than it was originally projected. Mm -hmm. So, was the airport completed? says underground layer. Hmm. Underground tunnels have bunkers. I bet there's a lot more underground tunnels in airports than The artwork provides clues about the end of the world. This is, I think, a big one. Um, there are a lot of weird pieces of art throughout the Denver International Airport. Yeah. Besides the giant horse, some of these eerie artworks include mural, murals, which some believe have alleged Nazi imagery in the murals as, pure, as proof that the airport is somehow linked to fascist secret society. Hmm. Uh, in reality, they're about world peace and healthy environment. Okay. 
though we can admit the murals are pretty terrifying to look at. Okay. So like one of them is that. So it's like a skeleton guy with a gun. Oh. It is kind of freaky looking. That's bizarre to just put in the airport because yeah. you know it's a plane and if you, typically if you crash in a plane you don't live to tell that story. So yeah. just death is all around you right before you get on the plane. Yeah. So, but that's interesting. Sports conspiracy theories. Yeah, I. Hideki Matsuyama. Yes, that's his name. Yeah. And where's he from? Japan. Japan. Okay. First Japanese guy to ever win a major. Yep. Patriots um, Super Bowl right after 9/11. The Saints. Saints basically. Didn't the Yankees win the World Series after 9/11 too? Mm-hmm. You asked me a baseball trivia question. I'm pretty sure they did. 2001 or whatever. I would like to say that I know the answer to your question. Yeah. Let's just say it happened. We'll just say it happened. Yeah. yeah. I, that's one of the things. I don't even want to Google anything about that because I don't want to see more baseball. Right. I don't want my ad to get thrown off. Exactly. Um, uh, even though we're talking about it, so it's going to happen. You know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> my other conspiracy theory that the NBA is not going to let anybody get five rings. That's why the current Brooklyn Nets are assembled the way they are, because LeBron's not getting it. You don't think five, so you think they? Won't Sorry, they're not letting five. anybody get six. six okay. Five is the cap. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, the Nets are just stupid. Like they don't, they don't need to have all three, all three play. They don't. It's like as long as if they have two. Yeah. Of the main three, now Blake and LaMarcus and Autumn. Oh yeah, that's okay. Or whatever. But between Kyrie Harden and. KD and like you got two of them you probably got the best team on the floor I was very happy to see the Lakers destroy them on Saturday with no one with no one with no one and I think Schroeder got ejected yep Schroeder got ejected Kyrie got ejected and we won by 20 yeah just like guys hitting three out of nowhere yeah it's great I love that because like the Nets they're just so stacked, especially like if the three of them play together. Yeah, <laughs> so nasty. It's like you think about like NBA Street. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, that's your three. Yeah. Yeah, we got Kyrie James Harden and Gosh. Kevin Durant. That's ridiculous. Those are like three of the best offensive players in the NBA. In NBA history. Yeah. They have three of I would say. I would say James Harden I've said this numerous times James Harden is the best ISO scorer in NBA history yeah I agree Kevin Durant is one of the biggest matchup nightmares in NBA history he can get a shot anywhere yes because he's 6'11 and a guard yeah he can Um, pull up can't stop him and then Kyrie is the dribble counter master yeah. It's like just when you think you got him, he's got a counter for what you got. Yeah, and some of these highlights of him, like guys playing good defense. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That's the thing. You can play good defense against Harden. Yep, don't matter. matter. And Kevin Durant, like you're in the space. Doesn't matter. Yeah. They have three doesn't matter type players. And it's funny because Kyrie's dunking the game. That's weird. He's like, ooh, oh man, Kyrie, what the hell's got into you? Yeah. I think if they don't win the championship, it's going to be one of the all-time greatest. choke artists, and it'll be, yeah, it'll be, it'll define Kevin Durant's legacy for me. Yeah, I mean, we thought the Clippers choking last year was pretty big. And that it was, was, and it was, it was huge. But if these guys choke, it'd be, it'd be even bigger. It'd be even huger. Yeah, 
Unbelievable. I would love, I mean, Philadelphia, so like, they're in the East. I think Joel Embiid can give them problems. Yeah. But the problem is, like, Joel Embiid's in the paint getting right. twos. And Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie. They're getting threes and eight yeah. ones. And then they have Joe Harris that is mm-hmm. like, you double team these guys, yep. triple team, and then Joe Harris wide open. Blake Griffin can still fly. Yeah. And then Lamarcus Aldridge is a mid range champion. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. So yeah, that's a nice. they're they're kinda of, they're they're a very tough team to beat. The thing is that's gonna it's gonna come down to is like is James Harden gonna provide any level of defense? Yeah. Is he gonna do his part defensively? Otherwise And the good news for him is the two guard is not like this position that has a bunch of superstars. So he more or less yeah. is probably gonna have one of the worst players on the court. But especially like in the east, like with the Sixers, you know, don't really have anybody, and then nope. the Bucks, mm-hmm. Middleton, kind of. What's that? Chris Middleton. Yeah, that's true. So it'll be interesting. I mean, and then I'm not sure how the Lakers. I'm hopeful LeBron and AD come back, and it's like not a problem. But yeah, I've seen two or three weeks, but we've also added now uh, Andre Drummond and Ben Mclemore. I like more. That was a good piece to come off the bench. I like that. He is an instant offense type guy. I like because especially because I don't trust KCP. Mm-mm. Not on a regular. A lot basis. of these guys are like Morris, no Kuzma, Caruso. Kuzma's been playing well. Yeah, I'm gonna give Kuzma credit. I like. I like. I, I hope. I'm hoping for more Kuzma. Yeah. Uh, Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond, I like because. It gets Marcus all off the court. True. Yeah. <laughs> and Marcus all like he's like feeling some kind of way about. It. I'm like, bro, you've done nothing this year. Yeah, he's not good. Plus, we've never seen Drummond in like a winning situation. Mm-hmm. Nope. He's just been a consistent. He's gonna get twenty and twenty basically everywhere he goes. Yeah. Uh, he's strong. He's very strong. Rebounds well. Block shot plays great. Interior defense. Honestly, I like the addition because it gives me memories of last year when we were just taller than everybody. Yeah, it's going to be important, especially in the playoffs. You go against, like, Phoenix, and you have LeBron, AD, and Andre Drummond. Yeah. Like, what are they going to do? What is anybody yeah. going to do? Gets um, that goes to that's, that's a That's a huge lineup. Yeah, and we saw in the playoffs last year just, like, Beat, beat people up. Yeah, be, being bigger. It, basically, in basketball, being tall is never a bad thing. Oh, yeah. So, like, oh, yeah, man, they're, no, they're too tall. No one's ever said that. Not yeah. unless it was people like, oh, love, we can't do anything with people them. People love talking about, like, oh, yeah, they're too tall. They're just going to, mm-hmm. you know, if you get all the, the gold state, like, if you had all the shooters around them. Yep. They can't guard them. And it's like, well, we've never actually seen that actually work. Yeah. The, the, the Warriors, the Warriors are the exception. Oh, yeah. And that's because they had all-time great shooters. Yeah. That's, you can't like say that's the new norm. Right. No one. No one's going to have a Steph Curry and Clay Thompson backcourt yeah. ever again, and a, and a Kevin Durant backcourt. Like, come yeah. on. And especially because it's like it's hard to be big and good. Yes. Like to have offensive skill set that Anthony mm-hmm. Davis has. Yep. And still have a defensive skill set yeah. where you can guard as many players as you can guard. Yeah. Like the the Giannis's, the KDs, and the Anthony Davises are anomalies. Yeah. Like usually, if you have someone who's six eleven, they cannot handle the ball, and they're yeah. certainly not guarding shooting guards. Yeah. So. Yeah. I I hope LeBron like 
I miss watching him. He's so fun to watch. Yeah. I feel like we're not going to get a lot more time watching him. It's, it's truly... It's... I'm... I'm glad we won the championship. Yeah. I'm glad we did. It just... It was the, the fear that I had as a Lakers fan was... Well... Yeah, I love LeBron. I think he's the best player in the NBA. But LeBron is going to decline. Now, at what rate he declines has yet to be seen. But in the last three seasons, he's missed significant time due to injury for the first time in his career. Yeah. So... And Anthony Davis is pretty... Yeah, Anthony Davis has always been injury prone. So, I'm like, we if we get 60 games out of AD, I'm like, well, whatever. We'll take yeah. that. As long as we can get some good minutes from in the playoffs. Yeah, that's um, just crucial. It's like, playoffs come around. Yeah, you need to be on the court. But, yeah, my fear with LeBron is like, well, he's... I mean, uh, he's three years older than me. And uh, so that puts him at 35. So, this is about the time when Kobe's body started to break down and betray him, who who had been largely un, largely healthy throughout his whole career. Then just knee, Achilles, hands, and they, all these all these all this mileage started piling up on the back end. I'm like, well, look, man, like LeBron, he takes great care of his body, but the fact remains, like, he's played into the finals like every year, except one. Which was a couple years ago when he got hurt with the groin injury. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's second all time in minutes behind Carmelo. Malone. Yeah, foolish. Or maybe third with uh, Curry. I don't know how much Curry. Uh, but like the the minutes he's played on the court is yeah, insane. it's top three. Got to be. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, and if he keeps playing, like if he plays like five more years, yeah, he'll own. I mean, yeah. Statistically, he's going to have... Like, He'll have every record. Almost crazy. every. May, he might not get the assist. He might get the assist, though. It's assist. Stockton has, like, insane numbers. Yeah. But, yeah. Regardless, of the top five. Easily. <laughs> it's like... That's pretty crazy. I love seeing guys that got drafted in the same class and what they're doing now. Like, Dwayne Wade is now an analyst. Yep. Melo is still playing. Melo is still playing. Fair. Um, I think probably the only two. I feel like I'm overlooking somebody, cause Bosch is Bosch has been out yeah. the league for a while. I want to see. Just there were some role players. Yeah, 2003. Yep, one of the best top five in the history of LeBron. How lucky is Cleveland to get that one more pick? Tremendously. Like, what if Detroit or Denver got it? Detroit probably would have traded away. Probably. Yeah, Dargo Miletich two overall. Like, incredible. come on, man. Like, okay. To, to be fair, Detroit, the only pick for them was LeBron. But, well, no, it should have been, Melo should have been the other guy. Because at oh, the time, yeah. they had Billups, uh, Rip Hamilton, Tayshaun Prince, Ben Wallace, and Rasheed yeah. Wallace. So, like, yep. you're not sure if Dwayne Wade's going to start over Rip. You're not sure if Chris Bosh is going to start over Rasheed. So... Oh yeah, they small forward been like Tayshawn would have been okay. We're putting Tayshawn off the bench, off the bench, and then we'll get a elite score in one of these rookies. But they, I think they had also just come off a championship too. So I'm like, well, let's just get bigger. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I don't know Darko Milicic. Like, 
as a prospect in the time? Was he like a can't miss guy? I, I think he was supposed to be what Porzingis is. Okay. Some big dude. Big dude can yeah. shoot, kind of versatile. Yeah. But still, it's not great when the next picture Carmelo Anthony, Chris Bosch, Dwayne Wade. Yeah. And then after that, you had Chris Kamen. Sick. Solid. Yeah. The Clippers. Yep. Chicago drafted Kirk Hyrick. Kirk Hyrick, yeah. Bad boy. TJ Ford. TJ, oh, if he could have stayed healthy, he would have been a problem. Mike Sweetney. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. Jarvis Hayes. Mm-hmm. Mikhail Pietras. Yeah, yeah. He might still be in the league. He might not be, but I remember him. He had a good run in Orlando. Nick Collison. Yep. Marcus Banks. And then Luke Ridnour. Yep. Yep. Reese Gaines, Troy Bell, some European dude, David West. David West, wow. Wow. Sasa Pavlicic. Oh, yeah, yeah, Pavlicic. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pavlicic. Yeah, he was a good shooter. Dante Jones. Whoa, from Duke. Man, yeah. he played like 30 seconds. Wow. Boris Diaz was drafted in the 2003 draft. That's crazy. I would have thought Boris is way older. <laughs> yeah, I thought Boris had gone against Kobe and Shaq Man. in the originals. Travis Outlaw. Wow, I thought he was older. <laughs> Brian Cook, Carlos Delfino. Mm. Mm. And Doobie E.B. Kendrick oh, Perkins wow. was drafted in the first round 2003. I did not know that. What a reach. Memphis. Leandro Barbosa. Oof, man. Josh Howard. Jo- man, Josh Howard. Shout out to Josh. He uh, got his tickets to a game. Oh, cool. uh, my dad taught him in middle school. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that's one of the best rounds, best first rounds in a long time. It's one of the best classes. Period. That's crazy. I mean, those last three of the first round with yeah. Kendrick Perkins, Leandro Barbosa, and Josh Howard. Yeah. All Cause, solid. Because he was an all star. Josh made an all star team and then yeah. couldn't stop smoking weed. Uh, let's see if. Uh, second round, Jason Capono. Luke okay. Walton. Yeah, wow. Jason uh, Capono was a good shooter, too. Jerome Beasley. Don't know. Steve Blake. Yep, from Maryland. Yeah. I feel like Steve Blake might still be playing somewhere. <laughs> he always just shows Zaza up. Zaza Pachulia in the second round. Wow. Keith Bogans. Yep, it was a, it was a good song. Matt Bonner. Wow. Another shooter. <laughs> Mo Williams. Mm. James Jones. Wow. Kyle Korver. <laughs> Dang. Uh, that's pretty. Andreas. Oh, no. That's crazy. It's a very... 2003 is one of the strongest draft classes ever. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, I know Kobe's draft class was also insanely stacked. Which one was that? 96. I want to say... I think... If Iverson didn't go one... I forgot whether Iverson was even in that one. Maybe he was a year before. But I think that's like Ray Allen... Kobe, Steve Nash, Paige Stojakovic. Uh, Just Googling it, it says 1985 is the best class of all time. That's probably Michael Jordan's class because I think one was Hakeem and then like two was somebody else and three was Jordan. So Patrick Ewing, number one, Mm. Wayman Tisdale. Another name, but Benoit Benjamin. All right, this is trash. Chris Mullen, Detlef Shrimp. Charles Oakley, mm. uh, Kenny Green, Carl Malone, Bill Wennington, mm. Joe Dumars, uh, 
AC green. Uh, how is this? I'm a new ball in the second round. That's not better than that. Yeah. No. No thanks. It's a good class. It's definitely like that's eighty five. Like that was a that's a good class. Yeah. Good, good crop of names, sure. but I didn't know AI was the number one overall pick. Yeah. Then Marcus Canby was number yep. two. Who had a very long career. Ooh, Sharif Abdul Rahim. Abdul Rahim. Mm-hmm. Wow. So Stephon Mario is four. Mm -hmm. Ray Allen five. Antron Walker is six. Mm -hmm. Lorenzen Wright, Kerry Kittles. Kerry Kittles is a good dude. Samaki Walker. Ooh, boy, not good. <laughs> Eric Dampier. Ten. Todd Fuller. Vitaly Potopenko. Yep. Kobe Bryant. Yep. Page so one of them dudes was Matt Hellman's math teacher. Really? Uh, whatever one's from Todd NC Fuller? State. Todd Fuller. Yeah, that's Matt Hellman's math teacher who got drafted two spots ahead of Kobe. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, I can't believe the Hornets drafted Kobe and promptly traded. Yeah. I get why they traded him. I get that. Well, wasn't he like not gonna play? Wasn't he like he didn't I, want to? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't yeah. And honestly, they, it was a good trade at the time. Yeah, and it looked good for a couple years. Yeah, because Kobe did not like that rookie campaign. He was just athletic and. Over aggressive, wasn't good, but so to get an established bloody divas, yeah, yeah, just got to give up some high school wow. kid who may or may not pan out. All right, this this class might be better. Pages so after, which was yep. right after Kobe, yep, Tony Dell, Jermaine O'Neal, yep, went to Portland, uh, Zadrunas Ilgauskas, mm -hmm. Dante Jones, mm -hmm. Roy Rogers, uh, Derek Fisher, yep, yep. Little Rock, yeah, man. Uh, Jerome William Priest Lauderdale. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, second round, Lucci Morris. That's wow, Lucci. Um, Steve Payne. Marcus Mann. Randy Livingston with the LSU. Malik Rose. Ooh, Malik Rose. Man, he was a problem with his first. Um, Another Ronnie Henderson with the LSU. <laughs> Two LSU. I know she's out here putting people in the league. <laughs> yeah, that's a good draft. I like that. Yeah, 96 is a strong one. It's interesting. I just clicked on LSU just to see their page. Yeah. And I don't know how. Oh, it's got to be alphabetical because number one is Mahmoud Abdul Oh, okay. Brandon Bass. No, I remember him. He was good. Yeah. Clem Davis, of course. I mean, the class of... The epitome of LSU basketball, honestly. Yeah. Like, who is Shaq? Exactly. Who is Shaquille O'Neal? Really, really, honestly. Yeah. Y'all uh, had another athletic dude. Yeah. Tyrus Thomas. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Just dumb athletic. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. I liked him a lot. When I was playing... NBA Live on the PlayStation. Yeah, I would uh, I would trade for him every time because <laughs> nice. he was just he like video game wise, you thought he's all star. Like I'm getting like 20 a night with Tyrus Thomas, all alley hoops. <laughs> That's ridiculous. All alley hoops. Wow. Yeah, that's a good draft. Um. Yeah. 
a nice commercial. Do you think it? Because jaw is just means God, right? Mm -hmm. Something like I forgot what language it is, but yeah. Yeah, that's the, oh man, what is the Jamaican language? Patois. Yeah. I yeah. Guess guy you look for it. I dated a girl who was very funny. She would go in and out of it sometimes when she was getting mad at me. Really? It was kind of terrifying. Wow. Yeah, this guy. Um, would talk to his dad in it. Yeah. And then he he moved like he he moved from California to Crossway or Charlotte. And uh do you know you know Lauren Natale? Yeah. Her dad. Okay. Speaks Patois. Okay. So like they met for the first time on a volleyball court at a church picnic. Wow. And they're on different teams and they were just yelling at each other. It was awesome. <laughs> like it was so cool. Um, so I feel like that'd be fun if you just like met this young guy and he mm. started speaking to you and like, what is happening? Yeah, exactly. Because there's definitely not one where like you know what's being spoken around you. Yes. I was like, I what? don't know what this is. Yeah, for sure. Mary, um, well, Shalissa. Oof. <laughs> yeah, that's close. Woo! She, um, showed a house, or she helped someone buy a house who speaks Afrikaans. Oh. South Africa. Okay. And her, she's from there, and her parents came to visit. Yeah. And like help look at the house, and they were walking through the house, and they were just speaking Afrikaans to each other. Wow. And she was like, "Cool." Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what they're thinking. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that's annoying. Just like, all right. Anytime someone speaks a different language, like if I'm like with someone, yeah. And there's, or if I'm like a third person, and two people know a different language. And we're talking, and then all of a sudden they say something to each other in mm -hmm. their language. What percentage do you think that is about you? Because <laughs> in my mind, I immediately think ninety percent of the time they're, they're saying something about me. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say a solid thirty-three percent. Really, you don't think it's pretty much? I think it's one in three. I think actually that's a lot. Yeah. It is or I th like, or if it's not, not just... about you, they just don't want you to know. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. Culturally, black people do it all the time. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Just in front of your face? Yeah. <laughs> we do it. I I was talking to uh, my girlfriend's mom, and uh, one of her siblings uh, was dating a, a white woman. And she made a comment. She was like, I mean, you know our people. And she, she was just like, and I was like, <laughs> she never noticed it. And I was like, wow, perfect. It's like, I've done this just with like, a whole lot of stuff will happen and like and I'll just little look around and lock eyes with the black people and be like just point to our skin and just this ain't about us. This ain't us. Wow. Okay. Wow. It happens a lot. I've perfected it. It's a little I don't subtle. Think I've seen it or noticed pick up on anything. Yeah, it's just a little subtle like a little eye movement, something happens like Yeah. <laughs> nice. And then we'll all talk about it later in the group chat. Yeah. So did y'all see? <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, uh, Shalissa Jr. coming in. Hey, Shalissa, you want to come hang out with us a little bit? Oh, really? And then I want to say goodnight. That's all right. That's pretty great. But hello, hi. She opened her eyes for the show. I saw. Say anything? 
of just witty banter yeah with a wide variety of subjects we just <clears throat> sometimes we just want to give y'all just a good train of thought some yeah things to think about just you know things stuff so, yeah let us know your conspiracy theories in sports oh yeah good sports conspir- conspiracy theories and what did I ask about welcome I asked about something uh <sighs> shoes shoes well, I mean, if you know any cool shoes. Definitely. Yeah, send them. Honestly, if you want to buy us a pair. Yeah, I wear a 14. I also wear a 14. So buy, I think Aaron wears like a 13. Yeah, buy a, a couple, buy, just buy three pairs of 14s. Aaron will be yeah. fine. Yeah. How mad do you think Aaron's going to be that we talked sneakers and mm-hmm. some golf? Wow, yeah. He's going to be sick. <laughs> yeah. He's going to listen to this podcast. And he might quit. He might. He shouldn't, but he oh, might. Oh, yeah. Um, we didn't talk about hockey because no, I didn't have not. anything to talk about. I did tell him at uh, church yesterday mm-hmm. that a new segment I want to do is called Hockey Hall with Aaron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where he gets to talk about hockey the amount of time it takes me to walk my hallway. Mm. Which hall? From from point to bedroom? No, from like the bathroom mm-hmm. to the guest bedroom. Okay, okay. So I'm trying to get him a little bit. Well, then he said, can I also talk about it anytime someone has to go to the bathroom? Mm. I said, sure. But that doesn't happen very often. That doesn't happen very often. So. It's like I usually wait until between shows. Yes. I mean, not between shows. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) We'll edit that in post. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, But, yeah, check us out. Yeah. Instagram. Instagram, Facebook. I don't think we're on there. (laughs) Our personal profile, so yes. uh, Justin checks his Facebook Messenger. I well, don't don't guarantee that. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Now that I have his number, is going back That's to true. <laughs> Do you think Shake Milton is his real name? I hope not. <laughs> I hope I hope it's a, a well played nickname. Yeah. I'm so too. Um, all right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Go birds. Go birds. Yeah.